Take me home, Midland Road, to the place I belong, to the valley, to see the city. Take me home, Midland Road. Hello and welcome to episode three of A Season with Bradford City. And what a first week it's been. I was warned it would be interesting and it's certainly been that. Starting then last Saturday with a 1-0 opening day League 2 defeat away at Crawley Town. Quickly followed on Tuesday night by a penalty shootout Carabao Cup victory at Accrington Stanley. And of course it is. It's Wrexham who await in the next round of that particular tournament. Who writes these scripts, Bradford City fans? With me today is someone I've known for over a decade, actually. He was very helpful when I started my career in journalism and is still involved in broadcasting today. A Bradford City season ticket holder as well, and you may remember him in a previous role as Bradford City's Pulse Match Day commentator. Mr John Francis, sir, hope you're well. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. And, um, well, John, how would you analyse that opening week of the season? Yeah, interesting week, wasn't it? Um kind of expected what happened at Crawley. I don't know why, but uh, it's just typical City, isn't it? Um, sort of all week, um, I was thinking to myself, you know, they're away to Crawley. I was looking at them, really. I was trying to look at the opposition and a lot of what their fans were saying, you know, obviously with the Whammy takeover, yeah, that could have been us, couldn't it? That could have been us. Yeah. Um, they want them out. Um, they've they've Bit of turn, lost a few better players. Had been sort of rooting around, sort of in a lot of the lot lower down to try and get some of their players. Their fans were unhappy, and I actually said to a mate of mine, "I said he's got one nil to Crawley written all over it." <laughs> <laughs> I've been supporting them too long, Tom. And you still went down there. I still went down there. I was even saying it in the car on the way down as well. It's going to be one nil. This. Well, at first I thought it was going to be off because of the weather. Even at, um, even even the start of the new season, though, John, you didn't have a little bit more optimism. I didn't know what to think, really. I'd been I'd been to the pre-season games. Um, I knew after Carlisle because I was at Carlisle as well. They just needed a bit more injection of pace in the team. That was the thing for me. I think they've done that to a certain extent. I don't think it's all sort of finished yet, really, with that. Um, I'm, I'm happy with I'm happy with with the signings to be honest I think it's just getting them all to gel together I think they've played alright in pre-season I didn't, the only one I didn't go to was Rochdale um, obviously it was the kids at Park Avenue but you know against Berry, they look quite sharp I know you take yeah. into account the opposition there but I think in spells against Hull and Middlesbrough I thought they played pretty well to be honest and they were knocking it around at times particularly against Borough and I was sort of going well if they keep sort of playing some stuff like this then everything will be all fine. I think it's a combination of missing a trick last year, looking to strengthen this year, but the teams in League 2 have strengthened themselves. Well, the ones that was a couple of the ones that are in there already, and then obviously we, you know, we, the elephants in the room of, uh, of Wrexham and Nuss County coming up. So I, I don't know what to think, really. I think, and sometimes you think, right, well, I, I thought we were going to win the league last year, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm not as optimistic as that, and maybe I was a bit foolish to think that last year. A lot has been made, hasn't it, of this new 3-5-2 mm. formation. What, what are your thoughts on it? I don't mind it, but in the sense of the top of the pitch, because Cook, I prefer two strikers. Yeah. And I think 
Cook did amazing yeah. to get thirty goals last season in you know in how he was asked to play, and there weren't many goals from midfield, were there? But I, I'm always a big fan of of two up top. So I think that playing that formation, if you have a second striker, works. My concern is quite a high line at the back if you're playing a, a back three. Yeah. Have we got we've not got the quickest defenders, I have to say. I thought Taylor made a poor start uh, on Saturday. I think Stubbs isn't the quickest either. He got exposed a couple of times towards the back end of last season, particularly that game against Crew. So it's it's getting the help. It's it's that shield in front of the three centre halves. But are they going to play up too high and leave some space in behind because some tricky fast players in League Two in some of the teams. That's that's my concern. I've no problem with the formation. Have we got? The right players in the right place yeah. to, to do it. It's, it's interesting because let's get into that game against Cora then. And before the mm. sending off, I didn't think City were causing Crawley lots of problems, but equally no. by the same sort of tone, I didn't think that, you know, maybe odd, odd, you know, listen, you're playing away from home in League Two. It's probably one of the most competitive League Twos, you know, in, in recent memory. <laughs> Teams are going to have a go at you, even if the, if the, if the you know, tip for the drop, especially to cover the size of. Bradford City with Mark Hughes sat in the dugout. But I didn't think it looked too bad up until that sending off, really, did you? No, it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't great either, was it? I thought, I mean, it was it was sort of a half 3-5-2, wasn't it? Because <laughs> Cook didn't have any support. They had the right. three centre-halves. And yeah. it was almost, he was up front, and then he had Walker and Patterson sort of in the cent- you know the central areas. And Odeur was fl- flitting about. Um, so Cook was... Mainly on his own, which was a bit of a surprise. I know he probably, if Tyler Smith had been fit through all pre-season, I think maybe those two would have started together. Um, but he's been hampered a little bit with that. I think he would have been first choice alongside Cook, but he had to sort of tinker it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great. I mean, I don't think it was a free kick for the goal. No, <laughs> you know, a, I mean that. that I mean, I mean, you've got a defender just blocking the ball, and it gives a free kick. And I mean, let's let's get it straight. We didn't play very well, and we probably deserve to lose. Yeah, yeah. Fair, but the ref didn't help. No, I think um, yeah, and and I, I will quiz Mark Hughes talk about the referees because a lot of his sort of pre pre Crawley talk was about these new rules added time. You know, referees. Yeah. And, I, and and honestly. I, as a grassroots coach, I do not want to be sat here criticising referees, but my opinion wow. from afar was that you need stronger referees. You need stronger yeah. Because I agree, it wasn't it wasn't a free kick. I mean, was it some stats from my... I, mean, I, I might be completely wrong with this. 18 fouls in the game and there were 12 right. yellow cards. That's right. Like that. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, to be honest, I mean, it wasn't... In my opinion, it wasn't a free kick for the goal. The first yellow card for Odoki was a good tackle. Yeah, edge of the box, <laughs> um, wasn't it, at the far end of the yeah. field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. To me, when, you know, when none of their players react to that, yeah. that sort of challenge, and and then he gives a free kick, and the, but then to book him as well. Yeah, you know, is it? You know, we're on a bit of a hiding to nothing, and yeah, I mean, I said, I mean, you can't argue with the the second one was a booking because of Taylor's mistake. So, um, but even that, I know some of the fans have even sort of questioned that challenge as well but that one did look like what that but the ref couldn't wait to get his second yellow out could he I must um, admit I was I was it, it wasn't a game that warranted two yellow cards that quickly in that in that first period you, no. you you mentioned Andy Cook there 
Mm. How important, and it's something, again, from afar and watching last season and watching the run um, to, to the playoff semi, but how important is it that that goal-scoring burden is shared out amongst the team? Because I remember yeah. Paul Simpson saying after the first leg of the of the semi-final, you can remember them all, you know, Bradford won 1-0, didn't they, of course? And, and I remember all the, the Carlisle players in a huddle on the pitch and Simpson said afterwards that, you know, their main aim over the two legs was to keep Cook quiet and they did kind of do that overall. Is that something yeah. you think that teams are going to be obviously looking at, just keep him quiet, we can keep Bradford at, at the quiet? And if that's the case, yeah. you know, how important is that? Is it you know this this goal yeah. goal pressure he's got on his shoulders he's shared out? Well, that happened to a certain extent last season anyway, didn't it? Because I mean, he gets thirty. It took us until Rochdale away for a defender to score. Unbelievable! <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, when when Stubbs headed in, mm. um, and you, how many goals did Smallwood, Gilead, yeah, you know, get in from central midfield? Um, I mean, Walker was a massive miss. You know, for the period. I mean, you, just just going back to the start of last season, you've got you've got to remember that Oscar Derby and Walker were his first choice Absolutely. midfield, and yeah. they were both injured in the first match, yeah. and yeah. they were both out for ages. You know, so that didn't help. But yeah, I mean, they, they've got to share it around more this time. There's, I mean, I think Patterson's a good signing from that sense. You know, from midfield, um, sort of bursting through with. We've never been blessed with sort of goal scoring midfield players. His stats are quite um, good, though, aren't they, for, 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 the, for the team and the, the you know the standard, no disrespect to Harrogate Town, but yeah. they, they weren't a top League Two team. With his numbers are quite yeah. good. I think with him, he was he was that player whenever we played Harrogate that he was that little annoying player in midfield yeah. that used to get on your nerves. Yeah. But he, he got on your nerves because he was playing well. Yeah. So I was quite pleased when they signed him. Yeah. And the, I mean, I know he's got his first goal. Might talk about him a little bit more in a second, but he's, he got his first goal at Accrington. But he also scored in that friendly with Berry as well, and it was you know, but both sort of in bursting forward and and you know trying to shoot against Berry, trying to shot from range. You know, went through didn't he on Tuesday night from you know nice beyond the finish. strikers. Nice little finish. Yeah, yeah, that's what they need because my worry is Cook was amazing last season, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. In my mind, should have been you know he was Golden Boot. He should have been League Two Player of the Year for me. Yeah without a shadow of a doubt. I know Hoskins sort of played in different positions, didn't he, for Northampton, and they went up. So I suppose that's uh, the difference there. Is he going to have a season like that again? Can you see back-to-back 30-goal seasons? I, I mean, well, I was... I, I I think he did. He was unbelievable last season. Did he give him a few I mean, weeks I'd, off I'd like as well, to... John? You'll know more than me. I'm pretty sure I was at the Salford game and he was on the bench around Christmas. Not even me. Yeah. Day. He, he took, he, he took him out, off. didn't he? And he played yeah. the day and, Vidal Oliver up front, yeah, and they, in, they've sort of reflected on that, haven't they? And said that that maybe did him some good, and it gave him a kick up the backside that he needed to. Well, ooh, I could, you know, he, he's almost, he almost appeared like he was undroppable, and then he was left out for a few games, and then came roaring back, didn't he? And uh, and was brilliant sort of that second half of the season when he came back. Um, but it's managing him this season, you know, another year older. I think they do need. This is why I like the three five two because. The second striker, but it's who that second striker is going to be. You know, is it going to be Tyler Smith on a regular basis? I'm just a little bit annoyed he got a little knock in pre-season. Because I think if they could start together, because I've always liked. I mean, you, you Hanson Wells combination. Yeah. I'm not sort of comparing them to to them. Yeah, the Bills and Blake. You know, back in the day. Yeah, you know, that's what I, I like two up front. I don't like one person up front 
on their own. I, but I, I think there's room for it, John, as well. I think you make a good point, actually, yeah. because I think there's room for it. And I think, um, just having done a little the bit of research here, I think Wrexham, Notts County, maybe even Carlisle, so they went up. Obviously, Wrexham and Notts County have come into the Tully 2. I think they all played 3-5-2 and had more or less two pushed on up the yeah. top. You know, so there's got to be something in it. Yeah, I mean, when you think, look at Notts County, Macaulay Langstaff. Yeah, kept him so far. Kept him so far, but they brought McGoldrick in as well. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like they're going to play them both. Yeah, um, you know. So yeah, I'd like. I mean, like I said, you were you were asking about the formation before. I, I like the formation because it puts an extra man up front. Yeah. Um, but the but there has to be more goals from around the team this season, no doubt about it. And uh, maybe maybe Pat Patterson's goal is the start of that. Maybe you know. But you see, he didn't get. Forward that much at Crawley? No, I no. don't think. Well, let's talk. Only... Let's talk about him then, John, because uh, yeah. he, he came out before Mark Hughes um, pre-Crawley, and he's very, very conscious of what he needs to do to keep his place in that team and what he can contribute. And mm. it is all about goals and assists for him. This formation, yeah. and I don't want to harp on about it, but with Walker in that space, is there a danger that maybe he and Walker could tread on one other's toes? Maybe. Is it the Lampard Gerrard scenario? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to have that luxury, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, really. I think, I mean, he sort of, he sort of played Walker as the second mm. front man, hasn't he? But he isn't front man, really. He's a number 10, and then Patterson is literally the number 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This season, which Walker was last season, which, yeah. again, is a little bit strange. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to think they, were, they could both, both be in the side. Because um, I like both of them. Yeah, you know, I think they're, I think they're great players. players. For, for League Two yeah. football, they're, they're, they're brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, and they you know they contribute a lot, a lot to the side. I mean, Patterson just in that short, the short burst I've seen him, and also, but looking back on those Harrogate games, like I said before, every time I saw Harrogate, he was apart from Luke Armstrong up front for them. He was yeah, like, the best player for them. Yeah, I was quite pleased when they got him. But um, it's it's chilling them together, and it's it, again it's going to take time. But yeah, we'll see. But I'd, I'd like to think they'd both be there. And John, it, it had to be Wrexham, didn't it, in the next round of the Carabao Cup? Do you think though the kind of attention they're getting might help the likes of Bradford City as the season progresses? There's a huge amount of expectation on Phil Parkinson's shoulders, a, a man you know so well, of course. I think so. I'm happy. I'm oh, happy yeah. for them to keep yeah. going on about them. Um, I bet even Notts County are, are, are happy you know they're to, arguably at the minute with Mullen out Notts County have the, the best forward line yeah, and the, yeah. I know they lost as well um, but yeah I'm happy with it because since we've been back in League 2 we've been the t- we've been the team haven't we to, for teams to have a shot at and yeah. we've seen it Valley Parade you know time after time after time you know teams helping themselves to to get something out of matches, but I'm I'm happy um, for him to keep talking about Wrexham like this. Um, and when you think about it, a lot of people were talking about him two seasons ago in the national league, and they messed up there, didn't they? They yeah. lost to Grimsby in the playoffs, so they they did feel the pressure in the in the national league. It's not going to be easy for them. Um, I mean, yeah, clearly, you know, they're going to be up there, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's going to be. A walk in the park, which many people thought it might be for Stockport last season. You know, they started really poorly, didn't they? I mean, they had a great second half of the season, apart from the playoff final. 
I'm still waiting for them to turn up for that. <laughs> Which makes it even more annoying because we didn't turn up Don't at Carlisle and then Stockport didn't turn up at Wembley, did they? Um, He's good though, Paul Simpson, isn't he, the Carlisle manager? Good manager? Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, did well to get them up. But um, yeah, Wrexham, yeah, I'm really, I'm quite happy because it, as, as it shifted to the racecourse ground where it's everyone's cup final now. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. And it's a little bit less of for us. But I mean, in terms of sort of fans following and stuff, they... The League Two chairman still want us in that league, don't they? Yeah. To throw well, their away ends and things. You mentioned uh, Stockport there, and mm. obviously they lost their opening game at home, which I probably wouldn't have said, you know, regardless of who they were facing. But it's Colchester next on Saturday for mm. Bradford City, then Stockport away in the league. Momentum's a funny thing, and you talk about picking points up. What What do you think? Is it got to be three points this weekend? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, it was it was pretty important that they won on Tuesday night. I know it went to penalties; that could have gone either way. And they were against you know fellow League Two side, um, you know, Accrington coming down. But having lost at Crawley, there were a few sort of more moans and groans coming out of the stadium there, losing it. So arguably the relegation favourites in Crawley, and then going to Accrington. I mean, a win's a win there, isn't it? So now, first home game, and Mark Hughes has been. Banging on about it all summer, hasn't he? We've got to improve the home form. The home form's got to be better. Yeah. You know, the number of points that they dropped last season, particularly late on in games at home, you know, that's that's got to be you know, put to bed. And uh, ironically, they're playing a team who we played exactly a year ago away from home and they beat us in the 90th minute 1-0, oh, wow. didn't they? Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did, we did beat them 2-0 at home last season. But honestly, that's... First home winning eight wow. games with Colchester. Wow. You know, they're, they're one of those sides. They've got a couple of nil nils, you know, recently and you know, it's they've left they've left with Valley Parade they've left Valley Parade with something a few times. Right. But we, but we need to sort of repeat what we did towards the end of last season. I think it was March we played them, I think yeah, we beat them two nil. Um but I've, you know these are the sort of st- these are the teams that I mean it's it's like I was saying before about driving down to Crawley, you won't be surprised if we lost one nil today. <laughs> you won't be surprised. We lost like, lost to Colchester and won at Stockport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's always been Bradford City. Whoever the players, whatever the division, whoever the manager is, you can see results coming a mile away, can't you? Expected unexpected as well. Yeah, exactly. But um yeah, I mean it's important it's it's important at home, isn't it? The fact that we've lost if they suddenly went the first two games with with zero points. You know, and that, and, and that's and, why and I Crawley, yeah, Crawley, that's why Colchester. I you'd look at the fixtures, wouldn't you? Go Crawley away, Colchester at home. No, it's not a bad start, that is it? And then of course Stockport. A Stockport, a Stockport going to lose back to back home matches this early on in the. I know it's a funny. Uh... Hard to tell, isn't it? It might like it's hard to tell. Colchester might be coming up to Valley Parade. Might be a good time to play us. Might be a good time to play Stockport on mm. uh, on Tuesday. Still sort of. I mean, let's let's be fair. They've got a playoff hangover as well. Maybe a bigger one than us. Yes. They actually got to the final, and we're expected expected to win. And there's more pressure on them this season. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good point. I was actually at the midweek Stockport game last season. I think it ended nil nil. But when I left, many Bradford City fans were telling me that uh, Stockport would be the side to beat in the playoffs. And of course, they they got to the the playoff final and lost to Carlisle. But they've made some decent signings, haven't they? Torre, the the defender from from Salford City, and yeah, they signed Nick Powell, haven't they, as well, former of course, from Man crew, Man U, yeah. Wigan player. Yeah. 
Um, decent signing at that level. Um, I was surprised they didn't win the final. To be honest, I didn't particularly fancy us against them in the final <laughs> if we'd have made it. That's, right, yeah. <laughs> there's positivity for you. <laughs> but I actually, I actually thought they were one of the better sides at Valley Parade last season. They beat us 1-0. Yeah. Um, and it might have been the sort of... It was either their first away win or it was the first time they'd won in, you know, typical play Bradford, help yourself to three points, get your season off and running, that sort of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sort of uh, yeah. thing that happens with us. Um, but I was quite impressed with them, actually. And, you know, I, I think when we played them at the, the stage of the season, we played them last season, they were definitely in the bottom half of the table and you're like, well, there's no way they're going to still be down there. Um and a lot of people have actually made them favourites, haven't they? Mm. For, for, the, for League Two. Um, well, let's hope yeah. the favourites after after midweek next week. Mm. That's a big benchmark, though, isn't it? You know, in all seriousness, we're on about you know sort of momentum and uh, and things like that. I mean, it, it's all well and good, you know, first day of the season, a little bit rusty, mm. losing at Crawley. Let's go up against one of the teams who were supposed to be fighting for automatic promotion, and let's see. See where we are, you know. Even just two, three games in. Um, I always think games feel different under the lights, wherever you are as well. Mm. There seems to be a bit more, you know, for yeah. both teams, Bradford as well. Yeah, and also, I mean, you look at, I mean, Stockport's first two home games: Gillingham at home and us at home. Yeah. Or, or rather, yeah, um, yeah, they're home at the weekend. Okay. But yeah, yeah, they'll be away, won't they? I think they're away this um, weekend. Yeah, they're away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, Gillingham at home, us at home. And they've already lost to Gillingham, and Gillingham are supposed to do well as well. I'm, you know, I think they'll do well. Walsall, Walsall away. Yeah. Um, so you know they won't want to they won't want to lose to Gillingham and us in back to back home games to start of the season when they're the favourites for promotion and us and Gillingham I, are up there with them supposedly. I can I complete I completely get it. Yeah, I can. It's really interesting. Uh, start of his second full season in charge. Mm. Mr. Hughes, what are your sort of overall thoughts on his job? Yes, uh, well, overall, pretty good, really. Um, happy? Happy but, enough? But, yeah, happy enough. I mean, I, th- I still think we missed a trick last season. I think, I actually still thought we might have got into the top three, you know. Yeah. I went to Northampton. I was, I was, I went to Northampton, they won there in the last minute. And I was thinking to myself, we'd not been in the top three all season. Yeah. And, they had, then they caused the crew game yeah. and then they still had two games left, didn't they? They could have yeah. still done it. it. As it turns out, they wouldn't have done it because Northampton won anywhere on the final day, but it would have been nice to sort of be in the mix for that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just thought they missed a bit of a trick because yeah, it maybe didn't have some, some of the tools at his disposal as, he's, as he alluded to at that fans forum, didn't he? he didn't, you know, he spent a lot of time trying to get players out of the club last year, last summer. And uh he feels that he's further along in the sort of development. Um, but overall, good. I mean, I have to say, in terms of off the field and the crowd, you know, when that feel-good that feel factor was back, yes. wasn't it, when he first got the job? Yes. No doubt about it. You know, I mean, I think that first game, was it Grimsby at home? Yes. And North Parade was rammed. Yeah. And, you know, it was like a cup tie. Yeah. And, um, you know, for those final few games of that, you know, not the first full season, um, but just you know the discord between the fans and the manager and the players under Derek Adams. You know it was 
toxic, wasn't it? Yeah, completely and different. I think he's, I think he's turned that around, which is pretty impressive because we're a fickle bunch, aren't we? Um, <laughs> we we and, all are, even at, the, even at the best of times. Um, yeah. So you know, it, from that side of it, great. But you know, there's. Been some disappointing results. He he knows home form. He even admitted as well at that forum that didn't he that he was a little bit ignorant about League Two. Yeah, didn't really know. Yeah, too much about it. Coming in a bit cold, and I'm sure he's learnt a lot in that first season. When you when you think about his glitching glittering playing career and top flight managerial career, that was his first playoff experience. It's bizarre, isn't it? He spoke yeah. well about it as well. He spoke well about his expect to the expectation on him this year, and he said it's and he was he was quite humble about it. But he says everywhere I've been, Man United, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Chelsea, you know, yeah. and that's just his playing career. Never mind his managerial career when he's had teams sort of mm-hmm. higher up the food chain. He said I've always had it, and he said we won't sugarcoat it. We do not want to be in this league for any longer yeah. than, any longer than is necessary. Yeah, but this is his team now, isn't it? Yeah, you know that's it's it's that 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 a lot of you know, that's trotted out a lot, isn't it? When a manager's been in, you know, a bit of a honeymoon period, you know, a bit of a, a free swing at it, sort of last season. Although you know, I I I, I still thought we we should have maybe finished in the top three. He he sort of thinks we sort of progressed and maybe overachieved a little bit. Did we slightly underachieve? Maybe not. I'll you know I'll, the benefit of the doubt there from that on that first season, but um. Yeah, I just, I just think overall, great. You know, like the, the, the put the club back on the map with a big name manager, high profile, things like that. Off the field, gets it, doesn't he? Gets the, yeah, gets the culture of the club, um, the stature of the club. Knows we shouldn't be in League Two. Yeah, you know, and he's put his reputation on the line, hasn't he? Mm. You mm. think about it, if he fails here, mm. where's next? Yeah, but you know, overall, you know, can't. Can't complain, but but this is this is the acid test. Having having lost in the playoffs, now we go again in arguably a stronger division. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see, won't we? Finally, John, uh, and you've been a superstar as as I thought you might be. But John, can we have a prediction firstly for the Colchester game, and then for where you think City will finish this campaign? Colchester game nil nil. No, uh, I'll go. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> I'll go to. I'll go two one. <laughs> two one. Two, right, yeah. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go one. Uh, two one. And where will we finish? Yeah. Um, I would like to think we. It might be playoffs again for us, but I think we'll be better prepared for them as a group if we are there. But there's no reason why they can't take on the likes of Wrexham, Notts County. You know. Give it a good shot. The, the the crowd behind them, everything like that. It could all come together. You never know. But you've got it's got to it's, you've got to be aiming for automatic. The fact that there's three automatic promotion places, you've got to be aiming for one of those. Absolutely, John. Fantastic, John. Before you go, can we get you on later on in the season just to revisit this? See if yeah. we're heading yeah, in the absolutely. right direction. But, what do you mean when we're 14th in the table and uh, <laughs> you, you replay that it top could, three prediction back to me? It could be a, it then, could be a bleak winter, couldn't it? <laughs> I don't think it will be. Yeah. John, I, I, just to say as well, I think if he gets a couple more loan signings from the Premier League, which I think he will do, you know, Wright and Banks made that. He explained that. Difference. He explained that beautifully. Yeah. Actually, he said that all the loan deals that they're looking at at the moment, he's the waiting for the, the teams up in the Premier League yeah. Championship to, to do the business. Yeah, so the squad the squad could look very different, even just in a few couple of weeks' time, couldn't it? So I think that could be the key. 
So that's that's what that's a nugget you have to bring back when I come back on, <laughs> saying that we're going to be miles better, but yeah. miles better than, uh, yeah, than we are now. <laughs> John, thank you, yeah. mate. Superb. No problem. All the best, Tom. So thanks again to John Francis for his thoughts on the opening week of the season and what he thinks we might see over the coming months. First home game of the season on Saturday. I'm looking forward to being there and hopefully seeing Bradford City pick up three valuable points. Join us next week for the latest episode. And until then, 